0: Because guess what? Their margins are probably about the same as a guy that you think is scalping.
1: Really? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do with these guys. So I, I, you know what it is to me? I think it's um generation cupcake meets collecting. I think that's, <laughs> what, I think that's what it is. Mmm, cupcake. Uh, <laughs> Been seeing going along here trying to find a topic, and so we decided we we're going to talk about the, um, of course, the BotCon announcement concerning uh, the third party selling and the third party parties and rooms at BotCon and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, where, where you want to start out with that?
0: All right, so the brochure goes online and it reads specifically under exhibitor info. And the wording is similar to, uh, you're not to have third-party items on the sales floor or for sale in your hotel room, and violations will lead to, you know, you taking, basically you not being allowed on the dealer floor and possibly kicked out of your hotel room. Yeah. And it immediately lit a bonfire under everyone's asshole, and they thought, Fun Pump is going to come to everyone's hotel room, kick them out, take their shit, and on and on and on and on.
1: i was talking about like Hasbro loyalty. to this one. Later on,
0: the wording sorry to cut you off.
1: No, go ahead, right, bro, go ahead. Right.
0: Right. You got to let me get through this one.
1: Right.
0: So later, though, it vaguely mentions that a perk to going to BotCon is that there is room to room sales and trading after hours, after exhibitor hours, that is. And they specifically say, "This is your chance to." Don't quote me, but what I what I mean by specific is mm-hmm. that they they specifically mentioned officially licensed product. So that was another thing that was kind of vague because it said that you could do room to room trading, but then they mention official products. So everyone's like, "Oh my God, what if they come to my room and I'm mm-hmm. third party?" Oh, and again, yeah, yeah, but again. All of that, uh, you know, I guess the threatening aspect of the exhibitor part was still under the exhibitor heading. And I think Pete was on a, what the hell is the name of that show? Um, Cybercast? Okay. So he was on that last night, and he basically explained that the, the majority of the rule, or maybe all of it, is pertaining to vendors, the exhibitors, the uh-huh. sellers. So, for example, if you are under contract as an exhibitor, you want to sell at BotCon, you are under this contract that says you can have no third-party products on the sales floor, and you can't advertise them or have them for sale in your hotel room. Because the common thing at BotCon is that um, certain retailers, e-tailers, vendors would have you know third either party parts parties. party yeah. or room sales after hours, and that's where a lot of people would get third-party at BotCon. Yeah. That's that's their focal point, is that they want the vendors at BotCon, because, again, it's officially licensed by Hasbro. FunPub is a licensee of Hasbro. They want people to be attracted to BotCon because of official Transformers shit, not because of third-party shit.
1: Now, see, I didn't know that he had went on... A show, and I guess clarified it, which it still doesn't really take the bite out of it at all. But uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think?
0: Me, uh, see, <clears throat> I can't hate. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the wording could have been a little more specific. Uh uh-huh. but again, this is actually old news. They've been instigating third-party bans of some sort since I want to say 2012, if not earlier. Mm-hmm. And they've been lax. Sometimes they've verbally told told people, "Hey, it's going to get worse next year. It's going to get worse next year." And it, it seems that it's caught on. And obviously, this upcoming year is definitely had. It definitely has a more severe feeling to it. Um, but I know firsthand. I mean, uh, like for example, this year at Botcon 2015, Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. there was. I want to say no third party at all on the floor.
1: Yeah, they, they didn't bring it out till on um, that Sunday.
0: Till Sunday. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. I was selling a BotCon myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the first day, I checked everything. You know, I asked. Um, I even asked about some custom stuff that I had.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was rejected because it had Autobot symbols on it. And I was told directly by FunPub if it didn't have the Autobot symbols, I would have been fine. Everything else was legit. Everything else was cool. But because it had a license symbol, they couldn't say okay.
1: Now, no, that, that's funny. And I think um I think we talked about this as well. There were a couple of uh dealers before they were allowed to bring out third party who had third party out. And I and I wondered about that at last botcon. How is that possible?
0: Yeah, well, part of it is because them see, just I weren't mean, hiding, like,
1: they were out in the open with it
0: yeah and i could see i'm kind of limited because i didn't get to walk the floor Uh i I had a table um but the ones that i recall hearing about uh vaguely it was mostly because they were either oh what's the word like upgrade kits Uh they had no basically they had no transforming robot included in the product like Uh, um, i can't say that well, I'm I'm telling you what, what I heard and what, I, what okay. I was actually able to see myself. Okay. So, like, I heard, um, I want to like perfect effect upgrade kits were out Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, things similar to that, you know, like weapons kits, like maybe some render form or something. Uh, I didn't see any full figures myself until Sunday. Sunday it was like all out. Everybody, nobody gave a shit anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I remember uh, when they. F- I remember. So okay, so I I, I help out um, the chosen prime, um, you know that listeners might not know that. Um, and I remember the first couple of days. I mean, we did business and stuff, but it was not it was nowhere near as good as when the third party stuff was able to come out. So I, I would be able to take take breaks and walk the floor um, with some of the other guys I was working, and I, I literally saw a number of booths, and these weren't like the you know the smaller dealers. These were some of the larger uh, larger presence dealers. Who had like literally full figures? Like they they weren't they weren't um, like just upgrade kits because I saw the PE stuff too, and and I kind of figured that was well, just upgrade kit. Nobody cares about that because it helps out Hasbro. But I did see a number. No, I want to get. I don't want to exaggerate. I saw two to three different dealers who actually had full figures on sale. Not really. Do you I remember really... which
0: ones they were? Because I think certain ones are okay. Mm-hmm. Like, there isn't really anything Hasbro could do if they wanted, such as uh, Steelcore. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's not based on any—I I mean, I haven't seen a Transformer figure that looks anything like Steelcore.
1: That, Steelcore so was, was not original—he original, you know, uh, was an original figure anyways, wasn't he? From Fast that's Project? That's what I'm saying,
0: is he, he, was, he was an original design, and there was yeah. nothing that looked like him, like, in the artwork specifically, like, of IDW or anything. Yeah. So that's one that I think that I'm not sure— they could say a thing about just because like, it doesn't infringe on anything. So what are they going to say? Yeah. You know, Hey, you're not allowed to have a robot that looks nothing like what we make. And it's not trying to be, you know, there's I, no Autobot symbol and no, nothing like that. So
1: I just chopped it up to that, that. The show was so busy that maybe they just didn't notice. I, I don't, I don't see how they couldn't notice. And, I, I, and as far as what figures it was, I had to go and talk to um, one of my buds who was walking around with me. Uh, it was Brian Marshall as a matter of fact. I'll holler at him and see if he remembers. It, it's been a minute. But I know we it, that was a major point of conversation for us. Like, how the hell are these guys getting away with it or whatever? But um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we, we, we had this so we had this conversation and, and like you said, we knew we knew it was coming. I just I don't see how they plan on benefiting because again, business was not good until until the third party stuff came out. So I understand they're trying to to really put the, the screws to third party and cut down the third party sales. But they have to understand that third party actually contributes. In my in my opinion, third party actually contributes to the, the fans that, that follow and get deeper into the, the official stuff. Right. Now, as a
0: collector, though, that's, you know, because we're, we're deep in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we know where to go for stuff. We know when it's coming out. We know who's making it. But the mass market appeal of Hasbro, the the majority, probably 90% or higher, mm-hmm. have no fucking clue what third party is, and they don't fucking care.
1: Yeah, so, and then, yeah, that's, that's a good point, because uh, there, there's definitely been times where you will see Hasbro collectors, and they, they see some third party stuff, and they'd be like, what is this? Or whatever the case But when, when you're talking about being a dealer, and, and you're paying for this booth at the... Um, at the convention on the dealer floor, and then you look at what all. Cause I, I personally don't understand, uh, other than the fact that you want to make sure you have a presence there for your store. I don't understand how a dealer even rationalizes paying that large price for that booth fee, and then you look around and all of the product on everyone else's shelves is the same as yours.
0: Well, that's that's where that's where your business savvy needs to come in. And You're a savvy. You
1: got some pretty I was, big was let, let me
0: tell you this. I was directly across from TF Source. Uh-huh. Right down the aisle for me was Toy Dojo and Big Bad Toy Store. And BBTS, I think, is probably the biggest toy retailer in the Western Hemisphere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I still came home well worth the investment I put in getting there.
1: Now, what were your prices and I'm like? Nobody. And I'm a nobody.
0: I had like a table and a half. And I just slung out whatever the fuck I could find that I thought people might want. So that's something people... I mean, that's just the nature of the business. I mean, if you're going to go to a convention that's, spe- that's specifically for one thing mm-hmm. as, as a business, you have to think to yourself, is this worth my time? And, it, and that is, this has nothing to do with if you can sell third party or not. Yeah, This is just in general because if you take all your third party away and BBTS has to take theirs away guess what? Some people are going to be loyal to you or BBTS regardless. Yeah. And then other people are going to be loyal to your price regardless. So if you're not prepared to wheel and deal, then you shouldn't have fucking showed up in the first place.
1: And see, I think, I think the, the biggest, the biggest selling point there, again, it, um, you mentioned it is, is price because, uh, okay. So you remember at TFCon, there were guys who just had these astronomical prices who just weren't dropping them. Like I'm not dropping this price you know and for the larger dealers they have a little more invested so they they definitely have a price a price guideline they got to run by whereas a smaller dealer who's bringing out stuff they bought on their own kind you know say on their own or their personal collection or whatever the case is they have a little more wiggle room as far as their investment and and i think those guys will always win Compared to a larger uh, vendor because, you know, nah, you can see, cut your nah, prices. Nah.
0: See, as a dealer, I can tell you as a small dealer, uh-huh. that's that's not what I run into. Really? Unless it's a drastic difference in price, mm-hmm. the bigger guy will win every fucking time because if something is, like, say they buy something brand new. Mm-hmm. Say you buy it from me for 10 bucks cheaper than wherever you're at. If you're with the big store, guess what? If you have a problem with my $10 cheaper toy... How, how can I help you? I have no ties to this company. I have no recollection of how to get that fixed for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas a big store and, you know, a third party, it's extremely common for replacement parts to be either included or requested later. Um, you know, the the refund system they can use, a replacement system. So for them, another 10 bucks is worth buying from a big guy because if they have a problem, they can come right back and be like, hey, can you help me out? And that's within the means and the resources of a retailer. Buying it from a secondhand guy, at least brand new stuff, you know, that's kind of a chance a buyer has to take. And they usually go with the bigger store if the price is anywhere close. Now, if for example, I had um, a syndicates oh. for $40 uh-huh. and Shilton Prime has it for 85 to not Yeah, they're probably going to buy my Yeah, course, I'm
1: pretty sure. But <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure. 80 Mine's eighty and theirs is eighty five. They're going to go with shows of prime every time.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's just and and honestly, as a consumer, I do the same thing.
1: Well, I I don't. I don't want to turn into like a a price guy for guys, but let me ask you this: so, like, how do you think your prices compared to some of the larger? Because you said you did pretty good coming out of there, right? So, how did your prices compare? (laughs) My
0: prices kicked ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's 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 a lot of stuff that I get that you know I. I don't get specifically just to sell, but sometimes like, you know, like for me, I I have a threshold of, of a figure's value Mm -hmm. that once it gets to that threshold, I'm not comfortable owning it. Mm -hmm. So I think the most expensive thing I own is like $175 is what I paid. Mm -hmm. And that for me, I'm still like, I should sell that, you know, (laughs) just because to me, I'm like, if I drop it or break it or whatever, like I'm trying to take pictures, Mm -hmm. And something stupid happens, I'm like, yo, I just—that's 200 bucks down the drain. So you're saying
1: yeah. if it starts being too valuable, you're getting rid of?
0: It. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it's not a—it's not just a profit-driven thing. How often do you it's drop your
1: fingers there, Mike? Because <laughs> you sound up pretty clumsy, right?
0: Now. <laughs> no, that's just how it is. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just messing I, got, with you, I got plenty. Of, I mean, trust me, I have—I have a lot of fun with the cheap shit too. Yeah. But it, to me, it's just—you know—is it actually worth having if it's worth that much money? You know, what's worth more, something that's worth 500 bucks now that I paid 70 bucks for, or, you know, the possibility of breaking it and it's not worth anything, or selling it for a deal and, you know, not charging full market, extra money in my pocket to buy even more shit. You know, to me, I'm going for the option of having more cool shit. No, that makes,
1: <laughs> that makes sense, man. Wait, you know,
0: wait, like wait. My, my pricing, because, you know, one one advantage as a small guy is mm. that you can find stuff that's opened. Yeah that's checked out and if they know who you are and even if they don't, you know, a big advantage is, well, I don't know if it's a big advantage, but for me, an advantage is because I'm, I'm open to letting people check out what they're going to buy. Yeah. You know, like I had a couple seekers, things like that. And, you know, they're not sure because they're like, okay, why is it so much cheaper than right over there? You know, for example, people had, uh, Grimlocks, they had MP Grimlocks for like $175, $150, and mine is $95.
1: So, yeah, you know where they're going to go. You know what I mean? I had three of them,
0: and I'm just like, here, you know? And that's barely even, and actually, the original retail of that, in my area, plus tax, was more than $85. So, had I paid retail, I'd be making like $7, $8 a piece. yeah. And then when you consider in the table costs and all that, I'm losing my ass. But, like, say I I have one opened, I can say, here, check it out. You know everything's good. And they, you know, you let them take five minutes to look something over. And, you know, that helps them, especially because, you know, most people, a $100 toy seems ludicrous. Yeah, you know, if they're buying, especially if they're buying it for their kid or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I feel you there. If they can get their hands on it and actually make sure it's to their standards, that helps guys like me.
1: Or, wait, wait, wait. You know, we we got to get back on topic, dude. We're totally <laughs> on topic.
0: No, man. No, this is totally on topic because this is all about the business. So, as far as as far as far what BotCon has been relegating as far as third party, uh, it makes sense. Any dealer that thinks they're going to lose their ass... And their business is going to go under because they can't sell third party at BotCon. Had no idea what the fuck they were doing when they started in the first place. Because if you're a third party dealer, guess what? Everything you do is based on online sales, maybe group meetups and toy shows. Yeah. But you know it's not licensed, and this rule has been a, somewhat in effect since 2012.
1: Yeah, but you see, here's, you here's, deal. That, that here's the deal. Now you're making a point.
0: Warning. The point, of yeah,
1: but you're reaching the point now where they're telling you you can't even have the the um, the, the room parties or whatever the case is, and that that's that's a bit which which are that in their rights if you're signed contractually to them right. as a dealer they're within their rights but traditionally the dealers have looked at those room parties as okay I'm going to make up about the difference in my uh, sales or my profits with the room parties. You see what I'm saying? And so we we can say that we can say that you guys have plenty of warning. Yeah, that that makes
0: sense We're relying on an official, officially licensed, officially ran convention to sell third party shit. That's their fault. That's like someone saying, yo, I have 15,000 Yankees jerseys. Why can't I sell them at the Kansas city Royal stadium? This is bullshit. This is my business. You're putting me out of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you're you're at the royal. You know, you're in Kansas City. Why the fuck you have Yankees jerseys here?
1: Well, no. Tr- truthfully, it, it will come down to the decision of that dealer, like, make deciding whether it's worth their time or worth the trouble. But again, I mean, these guys, all of these, most of these guys, most of these guys, they they sell in the rooms, whether whether it's official or third party, they sell in the rooms because they got to make more money, they got to make extra money, and. I personally, I, I don't take the side. You, know, you know, I'm not taking the side of Fun Pub or Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> even if they are right. I am not. <laughs> I will not. I will not. I will not. So, um, I, I, I just find it problematic. Just not, not even just for the dealers, but for the con itself. Uh, cause I mean, again, a lot of the con
0: people, has never had a third party for anything. No, they, they
1: have not. They I have not. The only but, thing I
0: realized before now was complaints. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: But again, the con is becoming known as not the, the, the best con It's no longer the favorite con.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. This is, I was hoping you would say that. How in the fuck do you even get that? I'm going to ask you that straight up because I was at both this year. Uh huh. I've kind of tended, just from being in the, in the dealer room. mm mm-hmm. And BotCon's dealer room was not the biggest one I've been in as a seller even. Mm-hmm. It, but it was at least twice as large as TFcon's. It was filled to the brim. The Friday, um, the preview night, and Saturday was nonstop.
1: Not a stop. Yeah, but you're talking about, you're talking about. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me say it. Let me say it. You're talking about. It was half as small and it was
0: busy maybe like four to six hours out of the whole weekend to where it was actually troublesome to get through some of the spacing.
1: But we're not talking about a, com, I'm not talking about a comparison just between TFCon and BotCon. I'm talking about. Just yeah, that, you're
0: saying botcon is losing the TFCon. Well, they're not
1: No, 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 <laughs> What I'm saying is, and we'll, we'll have to go back and check the tape, sir. But <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is that the experience my overall, what I'm, what I'm saying is that the experience of botcon was it was not as fun. Was not that fun. And within the fandom, except for the die hard Hasbro nerds, right? Within the fandom. Bacon is, is losing steam. I'm not, I'm not saying that they don't have the money to push it and, 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 to, uh, and, to, and to ensure they will have a larger crowd by advertising it. I'm not saying that because they obviously do. They have the money machine behind them. So they're going to draw larger crowds. They're going to be able to advertise to gain larger crowds. But as far as the overall experience of it, people aren't having as much fun at Bacon just from what I've seen. How about that?
0: All right. Now, how many people that you had all this fun with are actual regulars at BotCon or went to BotCon this year or actually give a shit about BotCon?
1: How can I know that? But let me ask you this question. How many well, times have you heard well, motherfuckers this is, this say, this I'm not important. going to...
0: You're f- saying... Well, no, I'm asking you. How I'm many times... Time just time,
1: No, just yeah. as a personal poll, just as a personal poll, how many times have you heard Cat say, I'm not I'm not going to BotCon. I'm not going to fuck BotCon.
0: Every, every person I've ever heard that from has never been to a BotCon and never wanted to go to a BotCon.
1: There are entire casts from from podcasts that we both enjoy that say the same thing, dude. Who have been to Bitcoin? I mean, we obviously both—neither of us obviously can speak for everyone. We obviously can't. That's not within our power. But I'm just saying, if you take a look at the people that you know of, right? Yeah. Just, just just within fairness, take a look at the people that you know of. The the posts you see on Facebook, it it's not. I think because they become they're they're becoming the. Um, the, the, the toy Nazis or some shit. You know, even at of last year when the guys are walking around and they got their rules and they're pointing their fingers, you don't want to go to the convention for that. You want to go to have a good time, dude. And, and what is their problem? They don't want you to have third party because third party sells? I understand the argument legally, but I'm saying, yeah, they, they don't want you to have third party because third party sells? I mean, Pete himself, off record, no, no, on record for this part, Pete himself said he has no problem with the entity entity creating uh creating uh competition you know and whoever has the best product sells. It. but he wasn't talking about third party at that point but it's the same argument then when we got to third party he totally twisted that shit and was like no third party sucks because they're stealing and they're doing this and they're doing that so i just i don't think people are enjoying except for the diehard nerds because you got them and there's no point in pretending like in pretending they're not there People aren't in the, the general populace. I don't think is enjoying themselves as much at BICON as they probably have in the beginning. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just saying, and I could be wrong. I'm just saying.
0: I, I think you're. I think. Um, I think you're just using hardcore Transformers collectors as a as as a small group, and mm-hmm. you're using that as your your giant pool of candidates here, because. The majority of people that are going to BotCon regularly and spending the big ass money, they're having great times. That's why they go every year, every other year. That's why they take their kids. You think they take their kids so that they could be like, Let's go to a third party party? Yeah, no, but I'm, they're not about I'm not talking about that. They're, they're going other places, they're going on the dealer room for an hour, and then they're going out to eat, and they're having a great time. You know, they're trying to meet Peter Cullen, they're trying to meet Frank Welker. And it's not, you know, this. This is one of those things where it's almost like the less you know, the better you're off. You are because I yeah, can tell you, I'll i agree with I, you I, there I personally. I'll, I'll agree with better, you there. I personally had a better time at BotCon this year than at really? TFCon. Really? And I worked my ass off at BotCon. I was fucking half worthless most of the time. I was so tired, but there were more people. More people were having fun because they weren't worried about fucking politics. And that's not to say I didn't have a Wait, good time. Wait, you say that? Yeah, Bob, Bob. You, say that saying overall, you say that? You say that? BotCon? Overall, I personally had a better time at Botcon, but it wasn't because of anything Botcon or Funpub did. It was just overall the the abundance of different people that there were to meet, different things to do. There was more of that for me than there was in Charlotte. And yeah, but in all fa- fairness,
1: that, in all fairness, Mike, we were both pretty tanked up at that Botcon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I, was, I got a little tanked up too. The that, ain't, that ain't no tank. Because, I, I
1: mean, I personally <laughs> had a great time at books, So
0: Yeah, but again, and I think one thing that people are, are losing themselves in is that yeah. uh, they're forgetting is that it's about who you go with and why you go. So, if you want to go to BotCon to see third party stuff, you're, all, you're already starting to Yeah, you're all, already wrong. wrong. It's already wrong if, you already, if you know 10 people that want to do something together as a group that will be fun, and they're kick ass people, then guess what? You could go anywhere and it's going to be fucking awesome.
1: But so, what you do you think the argument comes
0: from? If something that you know isn't going to be there, then, I mean, I can understand you being pissed because, you know, you want it to be more than it is, but that's like going to Disney and being like, where the fuck is my Terminator Two ride?
1: Well, so what do you think where do you think the argument comes from? Like all the, all the bad feelings, the the anger, the resentment. What do you think it comes from? Oh, over think, over hold on over this whole announcement. I,
0: I I think a lot of it is because you know for so many people this is a hobby and it's an escape and it's it's fun in their own home and it's fun in their small group of friends or even their large group as far as what they're doing within their hobby that they want to find those spots where it's all encompassing, you know, everything they mm-hmm. enjoy all in one spot. So they're frustrated because they see that opportunity is there, but they forget that their hobby is based on a business yeah, yeah. and that business is always going to do what's best for them. And I think that's what is really getting people pissed off because they don't want that aspect to be part of their hobby, agree even with though you. they have to spend their money to be in the hobby, they forget the part that, you know, it's it's all reliant on the people in charge how they want to do it, and the people in charge are the ones that get your money. So, if Hasbro's getting all your money or getting everyone else's money, they're just gonna want more money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I I'll agree. I <laughs> agree with you on you that. Think, I think a, a lot, lot of
0: fans five percent of their their market happy. They're going to make more money, appealing to the ninety-five percent.
1: No, that's true. I think I think a lot of fans, especially in this fandom, forget that there is a business attached to it. Like you, you'll hear conversations uh, that people have concerning it, and they can't understand why. Why would Hasbro cut back on quality but charge the same price? Like they can't grasp that, and it's like it never dawns on them that hey, Hasbro is a business. They want to make more money, more yeah. money, more money, and then that's just that's capitalism. That's the way it goes. And i am thinking about you know the nerd, so I, I don't know. I, I agree with you there. Let, let, let's let's move on to. Um,
0: well, hang on. How many people do you think are going to try to burn my house down after this show? Man? Ah,
1: they got to find you first. I haven't even
0: specified that. <laughs> I don't. I don't love or hate either one. <laughs> They're going to be like this motherfucker. <laughs> He's fucking backing Well,
1: up, 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 I'm going to assume that most of our. I'm going to assume that most of our listeners will come from the third party Elitist first, <laughs> and the Hasbro loyalists uh, second. So, yeah, you might want to put some buckets of water around the house just in case, dude. Just in yep, case. It's, it's all right, <laughs> <funny. laughs> uh, ADT? Yeah, I'm going to need a tank. <laughs> Get the National Guard on deck. Yeah. So, okay, so this whole, um, this whole uh, deal with John Garriger doing a rat video. Over um, <laughs> your guy, their optometrists announcing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 come on now, let me let me start my own fights. All right? <laughs> well, I'm saying if we're going to have one group coming to the house to burn it down, we might as well get everybody together, to make a carpool the, the Hasbro lawyers and the optometrists fans too. So. <laughs> so, so, John, in his in his okay. Well, for anyone who doesn't know what, what we're talking about at all, this so, is me. Okay, Optobotomus mm-hmm. <laughs> came out originally and said who's been on a who's been on shaky grounds for a while with a lot a number of fans, right? Optibotomist came out and said that he was going to charge for his review, um, his reviews, or whatever. He 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 then came back out and said that nah, he was joking. But your guy, <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me get it all out. Your guy, uh, not your guy, <laughs> Garinger comes out. Garager comes out and does his rent today, right? He drops his rent and he is so thorough with it. He goes and he gets all of the comments from Optobotomist. From, um, he gets his prior statements and he makes all that shit known on the rent. So he lists how um, Optobotomist first said he was going to charge X amount of dollars or X, X amount of cents, let's say, okay? And then he went back and said, um, I'm going to charge instead. A lesser amount, but still charge. And then he came back and said that no, it was just a joke. And so uh, Garrett, go ahead. What's that? Oh, uh, I was just laughing. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So Garager comes back and says he, and he puts the nail on. He's like, if you were just playing, then why would you go through all of this, uh all this, all, all this trouble of fielding different prices to see what resonated with his listeners best, and and none of it seemed to resonate with his, his his viewers his subscribership because everyone was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So, um, Garinger, who I, who I like, but I have to make fun of him because he went on this rant and like he's <laughs> you can see in his eyes he's emotional too. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I wanted to get a little bit of tissue and wipe a tear from the corner of his eye. <laughs> and so and at a certain point in the video, he brings up um he, he was he was addressing how um the wants to charge because he says that his his uh re- reviews uh quality is better than everyone else's and and that his channel was better than everyone else's and blah 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 and so um Garen just says but then you do things like you start a TFC review I think it was on um, either Uranus or Perm- whatever that their their, their um, predator king figure was but then you stop halfway through it and he was like why didn't you finish it why didn't you finish it because that hurt people and it could have helped people. <laughs> This is happened? This is legit? <laughs> this is legitimate, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and I was riding with him, but it was so funny, dude. And then he talks about how um and I did not know that I did not know that Optobotomist was straight up and down living off of his channel. Like he had he he was making so much money that he could actually, you know, it, it was a it was a source of income for him. And um and, and I've heard other guys talk, you know, kind of bitch about him wanting to, to ask for more money or ask for donations, pay for me to go here, pay for me to go there, even though yeah, I know,
0: I know he has a Patreon account, yeah, which, which automatically sinks his boat in my book. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. So, um, and and you know what, I, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I, I do believe, you know, yeah, well, get your money, anyway. We'll get, get, get if somebody if somebody's don't to pay it, you know, then charge it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the idea being a reviewer, the idea of reviewing is. I got this figure, I have certain feelings about this figure, I'm a collector, I'm in the fandom, I want to share that with people, you know, and, and, and in the midst of that, I would like to get some notoriety in it. so I just don't see the idea of I'm going to charge someone for my review that I put on YouTube, which is free, you know, <laughs> with a toy that I got that I was given or given to at a discount, you know, it just, I, that just doesn't sit well with me, so I, I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I know I Yo, I, I got to give uh, a major ha- hats off to um, to Garinger for going balls deep on this Because <laughs> he had okay, notes, bro. I'm,
0: I'm new. I'm not good with names. Uh-huh. Um, you said John Garranger?
1: Yeah, John Garranger.
0: Does he do... Like any any other kind of content, or does he just do like rant videos? Like what else? He's, he's he a
1: transformer marketing? reviewer. He's a transformer reviewer, and occasionally well, he does so he does uh, a rant reviews
0: reviewer. as well, like full figure reviews. Yeah, yeah,
1: and he's he's pretty decent. He's pretty decent.
0: Okay, I'm just I'm just asking because no, no, nah, that's cool. I, um, yeah, that's that's a little crazy. So for me, just my feelings is number one. Uh, I'm not down with the the Patreon account uh-huh. thing. I'm not about getting money for nothing. You know, yeah, when,
1: yeah. You work for your money. And
0: when I want new toys or uh, some sort of emergency happens and I need money, I work my ass off. I sell my ass off. I do whatever it takes to get that money legit. At worst case scenario, if I have to beg someone in my life for some extra bucks to help make that happen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it might might happen. But I will exhaust every avenue I can to get that money myself. So the the Patreon shit, I don't know how long he's been doing or whatever. But I'm not cool with that. That's that's fucking garbage. Now let, let, this, let
1: me let me do this. I commented on um, a video that he put out before where he was like a question a Q and A deal. And, and, I, and I stated that, um, like, you know, it was kind of bullshit what he was doing as far as the whole Charger thing. And I didn't buy into the whole excuse that he was playing or whatever the case is. So he actually replied to it. And I'm just going to read that off now because uh, I think it's kind of funny. But, um, so he says, uh, Brave Toy Reviews. It was a joke. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to do the voice. Hold on. It was a joke. If I was going to do some drastic changes of my channel, don't you think I would post it here for all of my subscribers to see and not my fan page? That was like 80K of my total audience. No, I'm sorry, 8K of his total audience. Come on. Come on.
0: All right, now, hold up. Now, if you change voice, <laughs> the voice the you read that, it might not be as bad. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: hold on. I got to finish this. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Where is that? Okay, 8K. Okay, okay, come on. Use some common sense, or would you like me to... <laughs> well, Oh shit. He's getting wrong. Or I mean? oh, would you like me to show you the shot of my post on my personal page, letting my actual friends know it was a joke so they don't freak out. Someone rude like you, however, I don't mind not being subscribed. Then he
0: drops Hold the on. mic. Oh where is this at? Because I want to read it in a different, <laughs> Hold on, in let a me different see voice just to see if it changes how Let you me feel. uh okay,
1: I'm gonna share it to the um to the group, and then you just pull up the comment. Right.
0: On. Well, I'm gonna finish my. Go uh, ahead, go so ahead, bro. I, go personally, ahead. Personally, I think the uh, "give me money for nothing" shit. I think that's fucking that's some bitch shit. That's stupid. Um, that's what you do when you're fucking 12 and you want to go to fucking Cedar Point and it's not Christmas time and you have to ask your parents for that shit. Mm-hmm. And you're too lazy to fucking mow somebody's lawn or something. Um, now, the the business side of me though says, all right, if you're gonna offer content. I can actually understand that approach because at least you are offering something. You are putting some sort of work into something. Now, is it worth it? Probably not.
1: (laughs) I haven't seen anything. But
0: I can understand that. Like that. There's nothing about that that gets me upset. Mm -hmm. If he was just straight up like, yo, I need to make more money. I'm going to tack on 30 cents for you to watch the full video. I mean, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I ain't got a problem with that. But getting a feel for the way this is going, the whole fielding the response first yeah. and then like saying it's a joke, like, you know, if you're if you're that fucking successful and you're making that much, or your aim is to make that much off of your your reviews mm-hmm. that you're making an income, ah man, that's a shitty move. Like, that's just. That's just not a smart move, and that's what I'm saying. Like
1: I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I, I do believe in you know if you can, if you can turn whatever you're doing and you like doing into a, a, a stream of income for yourself, have at it. You know what I'm saying? But like, like you said, if, if you're going, if you're going to do that, then you need to be offering some value, value for value. You know, and I, I don't see anything that he's done that's so that's so outstanding that I would want to pay him extra for. it. Maybe, maybe if he was like. Like um, so, so Garager brings up that there's some other reviewer who I have no knowledge of who um, does stuff, and it's not just on YouTube; it's on other places. And he sells it. Uh, he he has like it's like almost like a whole like a like a, a series, and he actually has DVDs and all of this crap, you know. And he makes this stuff available on to, to his subscribers who are paying first. And he has like the the DVDs he sells out or whatever the crap. I don't know. I can see something like that because again, you're giving value for value. But if you're going to charge someone for the same crappity crap you've been doing, you know? <laughs> Dare I say crappy. And you know, it's funny because I, when I first started watching reviews, Octobotamus was one of the first people I started watching. And he's large, you know, because he's one of the big guys, whatever the case is. Back when I first started watching reviews or whatever, and I, I slowed down with watching them because they were bad. And I'm not just taking a shot at him because he made a little comment and thing. I think that's cute. But um, they, they were kind of boring. But, that's the nature of reviewing. Most reviewers are kind of boring, and it's the ones who change things that I think that stand out the most. But I just I haven't seen anything that he's done that would justify you charge or justify me paying for it, and then for yeah, him to turn around and, and say that, say that's, that he's that's not.
0: An out element, though, like a, a personal taste, though, when it comes to business shit, but yeah, it, you know what I mean you You can't you can't say it's wrong because it doesn't appeal to you.
1: Yeah, sure. I don't I don't think it's wrong. I just think it's bullshit. You know. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's wrong. Judging
0: either. from yeah. judging from what you're telling me and not knowing shit about it. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a really stupid fucking move. It I is. don't understand why you would jeopardize the reaction to something like that. Well, it's, he
1: says he's playing, but OG Garinger says he's
0: gonna- <laughs> Yeah, and it it could be one way to but I mean like, like I said to me, you know, if, if you want to sell your opinion or your uh-huh. name or I don't give a shit. That doesn't affect me at all. Right. But if you're going to fuck around and, you know, try to pull a fast one and be like, oh, I was playing the whole time. I mean, that, to me, that's just dumb. Like, that's just a bad fucking move. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Especially online, if you're typing. Because like I said, all that shit that you said in that voice, mm-hmm. if I said it in a different voice and dictated it differently, it might sound a little different. It might not sound as harsh. It might sound worse. And you know what I mean? It, he he's got to be seasoned enough to understand that. So well, see that that's
1: the problem. That's the problem. I don't.
0: Man. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that doesn't sound like something you would joke about. You don't joke about giving people shit for free and then charging and then going back and forth. And, yeah, exactly. But and, and not only that, but on the business side, it's dumb for you because why would someone pay you when they can watch? Probably what hundreds of other people. Yeah, it's
1: for the free, same freaking toy. I
0: mean, it's a bad business it, move anyway. You know,
1: <laughs> me, me and Bob, me and Bobby talked about it. Skullface, if you guys don't know Bobby, Bobby Skullface. So me, me and him, uh, <laughs> me and him <laughs> talked about it, and it's like it's not just a matter of the toy. I mean, for everybody else doing reviews, you know, you're doing the toy, and yeah, that's that's the toy. But you reach a point whereas you have a standout guys, and it's the personality. Like for me, MGO was my favorite reviewer when I first started watching reviews because he was funny, it wasn't boring, it wasn't bull crap. So, and then there's another guy, um, I always bring this guy up, Grim, Grim is dope, Grim is funny as hell, he goes off, he curses everything. It it, it, it becomes a thing of wanting to see what are they going to do, what's the next thing that's going to come out of their mouth, like watching TV. And for those guys, I can see paying for it. Now, the problem with uh, Octobotamus is he's been known and increasingly known as a douchebag as far as the way he responds to people, the way he deals with things. I mean, like even on his Q&A, the one I, I commented on, right? He's reading off the question. And he's like, I don't know how to work this. It just It just wasn't very well put together. Why would I pay you 20 cents, 30 cents, 50 cents? to a, a dollar for that. You it's it's no good, bro. You, if you're going to charge, you got to put some value there. And you and OG <laughs> OG Jay Garriger, he he made a point of saying that of oh, of reading, not saying reading from the words of um Octobotamus. He the guy actually broke down the pricing and how it would how the the divi, the divi The divvying up of the income would go. He was saying that Facebook would get X amount. I mean, I'm sorry, not Facebook. YouTube would get X amount, and that would leave me with this amount. So really, it's not that much anyways. That doesn't sound like a joke, bro. It just doesn't sound like a joke, man. Yeah, that
0: sounds like a plea for understanding of cost. Exactly. That's like when, uh, uh, for example, when, I don't know, that's like when people buy shit from a retailer you know, it's eighty bucks plus shipping, and they want to charge ninety five dollars when you could buy it at retail for eighty. And they're like, "Well, you know, I had to pay this, and I had to pay." It. Well, I guess that's your fucking problem. Yeah. If it ain't worth a hundred fucking dollars, I'm not paying a hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, exactly. So that exactly. kind of yeah. If especially when you start breaking down numbers, the yeah, you
1: got to break down the numbers, but it's all. A joke. And again, I haven't
0: even fucking. I haven't read this shit. I think I saw like two or three comments. I don't know about You can the, you can save the, the, reply the most time, video, but yeah, this is this is kind of bad news. You can
1: oh. save the most time by watching his rant watching Garinger's rant because Garinger literally reads uh, the guy's statements and you so you kinda get it all from there. And um and if you go into the comments of the average um, Optibottomist review, you'll have someone say something to him that he doesn't like and he'll pull a dick move on I mean, I've had guys come in my comments and say something or, hey man, this was one guy typed in, hey, life's too short, man. Don't drop the F-bomb when you're doing a review of a toy. And I'm like, well, dude, if I don't drop the F-bomb, what the fuck am I going to do with my toy? You know Oh, yeah, God. exactly. I mean, Pi doesn't have to curse in his reviews, but I do. You know what I'm saying? So to quote Marshall Mathers, "Fuck Pi, fuck you too." Not really, oh, fuck Pi. Pi is a good guy, but I'm saying, you know. But I, I, I didn't, I didn't go off on a guy. I just said, hey, you know, my reviews. I, I make a note of it in my in the comment section or detail section of the review. My reviews aren't for everyone. There is some uh, adult conversation going on, so you know, listen at your. At, at your at your own at your own risk, basically, you know. Right, I, I so still thanked him for well, watching. What if, what if part of the
0: appeal for the majority of, of Octobotomus's followers is that he don't take no shit? <laughs>
1: Now I'm gonna have to give the he don't take no what, shit hat to uh is the OG here. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because uh no
0: he's like fuck y'all, I got a
1: seventy thousand
0: dollar Camaro because your stupid ass watches my videos all like I'll what? say
1: that I'll say the Octobotamus is that you know that 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 uh that that guy who's gone mainstream, he used to be gangster, now he's gone mainstream and everybody's like criticizing because he don't make the real shit no more, or that or that um that athlete we just called him Buster Ride. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, or, or that athlete who that, that running back who don't go up the middle no more because he don't want to take injuries because he got these million dollar contracts and shit. You know, so he's like, you know, fuck you guys. I got I got a Lamborghini in the driveway. I'm not I'm not you're, taking those risks. You're him sound like a real smart motherfucker right now. Uh, well, you. well, you know what? From a from a from the from the from the capitalist perspective. <laughs> I, I I think he is. I would give it to him I, again. Like I said, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I would definitely give it to him if you can make money off yourself. and some dumbass is willing to pay for it, you
0: get it. Oh, my oh, fault. That, that was a deluxe gay shower.
1: Right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get get the money, but um, it's just a it's just a dumb move. Uh, I think if, if you're not offering something that's so good that people want to hop on, if you're just saying, well, I got the numbers, fuck it, I can do it. And I don't need you. Like he said, in the comment, uh, you're a subscriber, I don't need. It. Okay, well, guess what? You got a lot of other subscribers that are feeling the same way, because I'm not the only person making this comment in this stream. So, you know, you might want to consider that, dude. You might want to consider that, but in the end, he'll do what he wanna do. But I think that Garringer in this one, Garringer is the OG, dog. Cause he was even in so the video, he, he's so like, So what we need, what you this is what I'm hearing. Uh-huh. Is that we need an epic
0: rap battle <laughs> with Octobotomus and Gerringer.
1: It's already started. It's like East Coast, West Coast, dude. Because Garinger's is in his rant video. He's like, fuck it. But he didn't say fuck it. He's not really, he's not really cursing, but I'm just gonna paraphrase for him. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> if Octobot wants to come for me, I come for me. I know he's gonna come for me. I know he will. I know he's got people that's gonna come for me, fine. <laughs> <laughs> he reminded me like the Black Panthers, you know what I'm saying? Standing behind the uh, the the window, pulling the curtain back, holding the pistol. <laughs> like, man, this, this Come for me, motherfucker! <laughs> Fight the power. So I ain't even know, man. I, I might. Maybe it's, it's, I just sell everything and get out. I don't fucking know. Nah, I think I think it's Look getting this. to be fun, man. I, I think I think the fandom, the whole them, the whole. I think it's starting to get to be a lot more fun. I I, I personally don't like all the rainbows and lollipops and crap. You know what I'm saying? I don't like all that. It's boring, you know? So, I think it's getting to be fun, man. But uh, so, so,
0: you think this is fun?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think it's fun. because I was laughing pretty... my ass off at that, at that video, dude. So. No,
0: I think Doomsday's legit now. I should have bought that
1: bunker. <laughs> I mean, um, when you have Garringer going in, I, people what buy am now? I doing
0: with fucking... Masterpiece toys when I could be buying fucking sandbags and a fucking shelter. In my you want to
1: make some money as a dealer? Start selling <laughs> weapons to both sides. You know <laughs> Become, become exactly. the lord of war. <laughs> Start supplying both sides with I was, weapons. I dude. tried to get Pete to buy some third party shit. That motherfucker is
0: true to his <laughs> word. He yes, he yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's hey, hey. Psst. Hey.
1: Yo, I got these weapons, dude. He's serious about that. He's like... Well, you know what? On that... Okay, so the first show you did on the other podcast, I don't know if you want me to say it or not, but... Pete said that, um, was it the first, I think it was the first show where had, we got to the interview with Pete, and he said that every now and again, he'll buy a third-party figure, I guess just to put it on the shelf and spew hate at it. You
0: know? <laughs> uh, I, I, mean, I don't think he ever said that. Uh, yeah,
1: was, go back and check the tape, he man. He said that he has thought about that. Did he say he thought he about before. I thought he said every now and again, he'll buy the one I don't or know
0: Pete that well. I've always spoken to him Uh
1: uh-huh.
0: very few times, but... I have never heard him say that he's ever spent money on third party. Well, I've tried to I have tried to trick him into saying something even close and he's he's on his game, dude. He's uh he's steadfast, you know. I'm going
1: to I'm going to check the tape that's on that.
0: Every so he's like, you know. I'm going to check cool. the tape on that
1: because I was I remember watching cuz I was in the gym when I was watching the, when I was watching this, right? Watching watching the cast. And I was floored by it. I literally stopped pressing the weight. I was I was, I was like, wow, cuz I just interviewed this guy and he was like, fuck third party for his purposes, you know what I'm saying? He was like, ah, it's just I trash. don't
0: know. I think you might be a little too hyped up from his garage or shit. Man. Maybe. Uh, the the gangster has got
1: me going. My blood's pumping right now.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, the, the, the thing about Pete that uh-huh. I know is, you know, just from meeting him a couple times, because he actually has sold the shows that I've sold at here in Ohio. Uh-huh. And uh, one thing is that you gotta give him, I have to give him credit for it, is he's always respectful when he's around it in a, in a venue that is not his own. So, for example, if he happened to be walking by my table, I would, I would have, say, two or three tables, and I would stack all the third party on one end, so mm-hmm. it was just like its own showcase. And then I would slowly work into, you know, classics, masterpiece, whatever else I had that was official, mm-hmm. um, which for me is just a visual thing. It was just helpful for people to be able to see everything in a certain way. It just happened to work out that way.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I'll tell you, every time he would walk, he would look at everything. He would see third party. He would not say, oh, he was never negative one time. Ever. And this is probably four or five shows
1: at least. Well, he, he was at TFCon, and, and you know, TFCon's all kinds of third party. And I right. didn't see him, like, I didn't see him walking around, walking down, house, knocking shit over. <laughs> and, yeah. Pete's cool, don't get me wrong.
0: And Pete's and cool. Be, and uh, this isn't me saying Funk Pup is great or anything uh, like that. This is just me saying that in person, the way people are reacting um, versus uh, what I've seen in real life is it's not an angry, uh, crush the enemy thing. It's just a hey, this is uh, this is our shit. This is our house. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. And honestly, that's kind of the American way. Like that's, that's
1: in the uh, in the TF World two thousand <laughs> in the TF World two thousand five uh, post where they broke where someone I think it was Hooper X or some crap. I think as a matter of fact, you put this in the in the group in the group thread, right? Um, if you look down at the bottom of that, the guy comes out and he says that or, or someone for Funpub, I don't know who the crap, but someone says that they don't think the same thing basically you just said, they don't think it's just, you know, fun pub being assholes or Hasbro being assholes or Bacon or whatever. Yeah. There's they're saying that they think it's just lawyers being lawyers. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, that makes sense to me. That, that yeah, that makes sense. sense
0: and it's also like I said, to me it's it's you know, you have to you know, you got to protect yourself because, again, this is a business-driven hobby.
1: Yeah. We're
0: never going to get away from that. You know, if you want everyone to be able to have a certain type of product, guess what? Somebody's got to pay for it. So, I mean, I, I, think, I don't think it's just lawyers pushing this down. I mm-hmm. think it's an overall mentality um, that, you know, they need to protect themselves one way or another. And even if it's shitty for us. You know, I mean, it's kind of something they have to do. And there's plenty of other people like lawyers have chimed in and Mm -hmm. some people I've talked to that they're like, if they don't get more, if they don't get more severe with the way they protect themselves, they will never have a good standing in court if it ever got to that level. So it's kind of like, I mean, this is a really bad analogy, but like if you let your little brother beat the shit out of you a hundred times, and then he flicks you on the nose and you call the cops. You know what I mean? It's going to be kind of like, are you serious? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I, That makes perfect I, sense. I, mean,
0: I don't know how else to explain it. It's just kind of, you know, whatever. I mean, and honestly the post that I put up, what's funny is it says uh, third party stuff does infringe on Hasbro's IP,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but there's a lot that's very borderline to me. And a lot of it's kind of like, well, if that's the case, why is Hasbro allowed to make Creo <laughs> nice like how nice. many how many generic Lego sets can Hasbro pump out and then complain about somebody else making
1: uh, well their then, IP
0: but how then, many times have they been sued over Skyfire and Jetfire
1: well then this is I where mean, this is, is where the they, double standard comes, comes from they
0: had a battle over that over uh, the San Diego Comic Con set and, Har- and this yeah. is
1: where the double standard comes in because it's Republicans and Democrats because <laughs> you know right. everybody's but claiming that everybody has kind of control
0: like what, what Uh, their if you want to call it their their double standard their hypocrisy Mm -hmm. to me that doesn't affect how I collect so like I can't relate to a a lot of collectors because to me I don't really I mean I kind of care but this isn't something morally reprehensive to me as far as as far as what Hasbro found a third party engineer and tortured him for six weeks you know shit like that like that's serious shit like you know what I'm saying? Like to me, if they're they can they can sue whoever they want, they mm-hmm. can make whatever rules they want. It still doesn't affect how I get stuff, how I enjoy stuff. It doesn't make me take different. Well, pictures. I think it's
1: I think it's for a lot of collectors. It's the fear that is going. Which I we talked about this as well. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think it'll ever happen. But there's I think there are a, there's a large uh, number in the fandom that that believe that this is leading to that. This is leading to Hasbro eradicating third party. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think it's possible. You know, but I think a lot of people think that way. So I think that's why they take it so personally. Other than just hating Hasbro and and uh, just just yeah, just hating Hasbro. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some like some people just hate Hasbro. I mean, it's I like their they issues. they make it easy
0: to do. I mean, yeah, that's that's not to be Mm-mm. forgotten. Even on me, like to me, I uh-huh. don't, I don't pick sides. I pick toys. Like that's the that's the easiest way for me to say it is. I don't give a shit who makes it as long as it's fun and I like it and it's something I want. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There you uh, go. And if the lawyers and presidents and fucking public relations want to do their thing, guess what? I'll just sit back and laugh at them. I might comment on them, but it's not going to change what I'm buying. It. I, I, mean, I just
1: think it's so funny, man. My, uh, initially, my and we're, we're kind of pressing time now, but initially, my my tra- my transformer collection was all Hasbro based. You know, movie stuff, generations and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, really, movie stuff. yeah, yeah. To, from the first two movies, I love, that's what that's what got me back into collecting Transformers, and mm-hmm. it's gone from there because they were actually producing quality stuff, and it's gone from there to me literally hating Hasbro if it's not an MP or it hasn't just proven itself to be a great figure like the Springer was. I, I don't want to have anything to do with it because I'm I'm insulted by the garbage they put on shelves and it and I think it's my irritation is made that much worse by the people who like it wow. if that makes any sense
0: the well people you also like have to it. remember though that there's always going to be hitting this periods. so for you you know if you got back in around movie times
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah sorry about your luck there fella
1: First two uh, movies. First well, two let movies. Me,
0: let, me, let, me, let me go back, though. You got to remember, I, I, I pretty much started again in 2003. Uh-huh. So I'm about 12 years deep.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And back then, let, you know, go back and look at what I had back then to choose from. You know, I had R.I.D. Beast Wars, which I never gave a fuck about. Beast Wars, what's up? And then followed by what? The Trilogy, which is 95% totally strange, looks nothing like, you know what was coming next. Yeah. So imagine going through the trilogy and then classics come about. Classics were awesome. So here's what I'm getting at, though, is that if you started with the movie toys, so that's approximately 2007... You're still. Yeah, I mean, you, you came there. in at at a great time yeah. in the sense that you had multiple options.
1: Yeah, I, I remember. I remember going in stores and hunting and looking forward to finding the good R.I.D stuff, the generation stuff. The the Henke was like, oh my god, where can I find a Henke? Who's got it online? You know, it was an awesome time, and they just they killed it, man. They they cutbacks and all. They killed it, dude. So, and that's, that's a whole different conversation, but <laughs> but they destroyed it. And you, and so all I have now for hunting, because I I, I enjoyed the hunt. The only thing I have now for the hunt is Marvel Legends. And that's so unfair. <laughs> that's so unfair.
0: Well, what, I, what I wanted to get at, though, is uh, what's, uh, what if you're hating Hasbro so much now, mm-hmm. do, do you think they can ever get back to that level where you actually have multiple decent lines to pick from? They have the
1: ability, yeah. Because you think me,
0: that's what they're trying to do now with no, R.I.D. No, and combiner
1: wars concurrent. No, I, I think I think it's it's a smokescreen. It's ha. See what I did there? It's a smokescreen <laughs> because you have them you have them um, putting out the combiner wars stuff, right? And, and, well, let me mm-hmm. let me say this, this. Let me say this. Let me say this. The combiner wars combiners are better than those combiners they had. With the, the, I remember they had the original um, Aerialbot team and the Bruticus and all that crap. That shit was terrible, right in itself. I mean, that, that shit was totally aside from the rest of everything, in my opinion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which, which is where third party started like really blossoming yeah. because they had to make, you know, the upgrade kits, Colossus. Yeah, yes. yeah. But I, I really think that they're tr- they're pretending like they're making that move. Oh, that's another bad pun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what they're doing, man, and and they're not. They're not because none of that Kabana. First of all, the Kabana. Wait, wait, wait. What now? are they
0: pretending to
1: do? I'm telling you right now. They're pretending. They're 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 pretending to be giving us quality. They're pretending to be giving us good figures. Now. I, I'm not, I can't address the stuff they got coming out because you got the Galvatron and all the Titan Wars. Who knows what that's going to be? I want to go ahead on the limb and say it's going to be the same trash, just different molds. But look how long it took them to give us different molds. You know what I'm saying? Look how long. I mean, after a billion repaints of Alpha Bravo, now you're going to give a new mold. (laughs) They're they're, they're full of crap. They're they're fronting. They're flexing. They're perpetrating a, a fraud. You know they're making.
0: What, are, what, what I'm saying is, where, where are they saying that they're not going to do that? How are they lying about what they do?
1: Not going to do what? Give you something good?
0: Yeah. Where, uh, look, look at where this. are they
1: telling you everything I, is going to happen? I got the perfect they,
0: answer. They give a shit about what you actually like.
1: They they don't. They don't. <laughs> like to... they, they don't. They They want to pretend like they do here and there, but they don't. But where are they pretending? Where are they they teasing us? Um, let's say let's start with Superion. Who was the commander was Superion? Who was decent for what it was, and then. Let's go to uh, the uh, Stunicons where their dress totally fell off and, <laughs> and the dirty vagina came flapping out. You know what I'm saying? Think, and, I'm sitting here.
0: I'm just over here mindfucking you with these questions. No, you're not
1: fucking me. You I'm gonna tell you telling you what's example. up.
0: I'm going to give you a great example of, of what I was getting at. It was uh, Devastator because a lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. But look at the difference between that and the uh, Takara version before it's even out, it's already getting extra parts, upgraded joints, shit that should have been in the first one. That's yeah. where I would say that they're kind of putting a front on because that can all be done on the Hasbro side. And, and that's
1: but that's what I'm saying. They have the ability to do. The, they have the ability to do the good figure from the jump. So why not? Because they don't have to. They don't have to. These yeah. guys still buy the crap. We, this conversation's been had a thousand times over again. They don't have to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they, they're looking at us. They're like. Psst. I don't care what you nerds say. Look, you buy the shit or you don't. Yeah, because they don't—they're they're not making their money off of you know of of off of Mickey Salters. They're making their money from the WalMarts and the Toys R Us. You know what I'm saying? Now, what mm-hmm. Walmart Toys R Us does later is on them. But they make their money, and I, I think a lot of um, the more critical collectors to jump on the third-party elitist for a minute, which I am one of. They lose scope of the fact that Hasbro doesn't count their dollars by, by the consumer dollar. They, they count it from the retail money. You know what I'm saying? The major mm-hmm. retailers and distributors that buy it, that's where they get their money from. And I, and I think guys just don't have any concept of that. It goes back to what you were saying earlier about there being a business in this and nerds not wanting to accept that there is a business behind this whole thing. So. Absolutely. I think we got to wrap it up. We're at like an a hour and 22 minutes. I think so we're,
0: cool. we're wrapping it up because you're getting a little hurt.
1: Hurt with what? You, you're going I'm along hurt. with it, me. That first conversation. You can't handle it. No, the first conversation, yeah, you, you was running that. The second conversation, you didn't know what was going on. So I had, I had a good homes for you, for your Ronda Rousey. You know what I'm saying? But in this final conversation, we're both on the same page. So, you know, it kind of balances out. I guess. One round each and a draw. How about that? And technically we agree, so <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But it was definitely uh it was definitely a fun conversation to look at all this crap, man. Mm-hmm. And 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 better than doing the uh better than doing the what's hot this week as far as toy reviews. And toy reviews. You still, still recording? Yeah, yeah, I'm still recording. I'm gonna wrap it up here in a second though. Shit. <laughs> I didn't practice my shout outs. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's, it is that part in a, in a in a podcast segment, right? Where you got to do shout-outs. You got to do I think do
0: everybody it. has to do that. Let's not do that this time. Let's you don't do want it, to shout-out. Okay. We're we're going to break the mold. This is the fuck everybody episode. Bow. First one, first one. Fingers
1: up, fingers up. We are we are we are John Garinger. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, good job dude, I don't really <laughs> know, hey, sure dude okay, so in closing what do you want to say you want to say bye what do you want to say to everybody man what do you, you want to do I just want to say fucking have fun stop
0: worrying about bullshit just have fun that's all I care about that's for Slade have fun motherfucker good,
1: good words good words uh, <laughs> I, I, I will close by saying I, I will always vote for the bad guy I will always vote for the bad guy <laughs> And the underdog. Uh, but Hasbro's
0: a bad guy. Make up your
1: mind. No, no, no. In the, in the Transformer Fandom, third party. The leaders are bad guy. Third party's definitely the bad guy. Now, right. I may have to start voting. If shit keeps going this way, third party's gonna be prominent and I'm gonna have to start voting for Hasbro, which is gonna suck. Because they'll be the bad guy. <laughs> I, don't <know>. so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, good conversation, dude. I'm, I'm stopping it now. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>